Cahen is sponsored in part by Soulcraft Brewing, Salida's hometown brewery, offering a large selection of traditional and seasonal craft beers. Their spacious patio features cozy fire pit tables for outdoor warmth on chilly days. Fresh food is served daily at the Soul Shack food truck featuring snacks like wings and pretzels, and full meals like sandwiches, burgers, and a delicious brunch on Sunday. Soulcraft is open daily for happy hour, lunch, and dinner. Cahen is supported in part by Little Red Hen Bakery, located at 302 G Street in downtown Salida. Little Red Hen specializes in hometown fresh-baked bread, bagels, and treats, all made with organic and local ingredients. A full menu, including the wood-fired oven schedule and daily specials, can be found on their Facebook page at Little Red Hen Salida. K-Hen and Little Red Hen, just two hometown chickens working to keep Salida, Salida. Well, welcome, friends, to the old caboose here um, on the rails at K-H-E-N. Um, I'm eating a candy bar here back in the caboose to try to keep my keep my energy up for the rest of this exciting show. Because in this show, we've been interviewing Alan Lane, who knows more about railroads around here than... Would you stop? <laughs> we all have fun. We all read a lot. Now... Up at the head end is Rick White and the engine, and we're talking about yesterday's trip. This is a trip that we took Grape Creek, the Grape Creek drainage just outside of Canyon City, and we took that drainage up up one of the most disputed stretches of railroad in Colorado history, where the DNRGW, Denver and Rio Grande Western, Went up Grape Creek to the to the mines um, around West Cliff, except they were actually in Silver Cliff. So that's where, as far as we got yesterday, and Alan was just about to tell us what he had found out about those mines. So Alan, I'll finish this candy bar, and the and the floor is yours to say more about that mine. Well, the mines up there were silver mines. Most of them were silver mines. In fact, Silver Cliff was named after the Silver Cliff mine that that was the biggest mine in the area. The mining claims are still there. A lot of the mines are still there. You can, if you look at a, a map of the town, you can see the mining claims running through streets and backyards and and at various parts of the town. All that mining uh, uh, claim is underground, as most. In most mining areas, you don't buy the property. You buy the property, but you don't buy the mining rights. So it's already owned by somebody else. So it's been subdivided. But uh, Rosita and Silvercliff were both huge silver mining areas there. And Westcliff became was part was also involved in it, but it was more of a ranching community than a mining community. It backed up right onto Grape Creek, went by there that gave good water drainage for their. Uh, cattle ranches. And it goes down, the creek itself has been uh, harnessed by the reservoir, not Haskins. There again, I've forgotten the name of the of the reservoir. And the, the But the creek itself, once it went into the mountains, into the hills there, the wet mountains, it became, the tracks followed pretty much the creek 
all the way back down to Canyon City, which joined in with the, the Palmer's Railroad there. You want to say anything more about that, about how rich were those mines? Uh, quite quite a bit. I, you know, I don't know exactly what they wound up being producing, but it was a huge silver area and had quite a bit of, there was a lot of silver that they took out of there. I don't yeah. think I don't think it was as rich as Leadville, but it was definitely worth building that that that, that spur to go out there to get the, the the ore. Well, right from the start, you know, of course, General. This is remember, this is General Palmer's railroad, mm-hmm. and he he was still not micromanaging it, maybe, but he was certainly involved with the management right from the start. He was clinging to Grape Grape Creek because he. He thought it would, um, well, it certainly save a lot of miles of railroad to, to build that uh, down to the confluence with the Arkansas River. But his poker partner or enemy or I don't know what, certainly his friend up there, that I mean, was a uh, was much more a believer in going around rather than up that canyon. That argument went on and on and on. And West Cliff was settled on the on the western exposure rather than than the grape creek exposure and his name was carpenter and he was a, a wealthy man and an investor in the dnr gw railroad so the two of them would play poker and would argue do we want Westcliff or do we want um, silvercliff and also next to silvercliff of course was rosita and still pretty much Spanish-speaking, and still a lot of the descendants of the early Spanish settlers were uh, lived in, around around there. Not, I don't think they were a majority, but a lot of them lived around there, too. So there was a, a, a political tug-of-war, but in the end, the geography proved Robinson and those guys correct. Or, or in the end, uh, Palmer, who rarely gave up on anything, but in the end, he gave up on on that and said, "All right, doggone it, we're gonna we're gonna give up on Grape Creek." Now, yesterday when we were coming up there, I was impressed, first of all, with the with the with the openness of the lower part of that 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 drainage. It was quite open; it seemed almost flat. But then, when you get into the 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 narrows up above, the narrows are narrow. Isn't that your impression too, Alan? Yeah. Well, you know, the big mountain that's uh, just west of Canyon City is called, they call it YMCA Mountain now. When you come into Canyon City, you see the Fremont campus there, the community college campus, and it's the mountain that's behind that campus. Well, Grape Creek, the Arkansas drainage, comes up one side of that mountain. Grape Creek goes up the other side of that mountain. And he just figured that that opening up, Great Creek was nice and open there, nice big wide mouth to it. I'm sure he thought that was a that was a great way to go, but it closed in on him pretty quickly. So by the time he gets to Temple Park, the mountains have now closed in, and he's got to wind his way around Grand Great Creek to get to the other side. But from the other side, of course, West Cliff and Silver Cliff have that huge. The Wet Valley there is big, wide, flat valley, and there again, the Great Creek opening seems like a natural way to get out of that valley and back down towards Canyon City. So I could understand why he chose that route. 
but it was really tough going through there, through the narrowest portion of, the, of Great Creek. And possibly, possibly the egos of the two men. That's true, too. too. Yeah. You know, I mean, here they are, There's, poker rivals, although they're also yeah. invested in each other. You, you can't underestimate emotionally, whatever, human egos, male egos, male yep. railroad owner egos. <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah, for sure. Now, I have not been in the Westcliff Railroad Museum. Uh, well, it's the General Museum in mm -hmm. quite a time but apparently they do have a diorama now you know kind of showing th those two routes and how they it, it, since we're trying to encourage people to go up there and look around why that would be a good place to start you know looking around and and again that you can follow from silver cliff south you can follow their the grade of the great creek railroad through that through the valley there yeah, that that is now a roadbed. Yeah, I wonder how many floods they did have through there before they before Palmer did his uh, rival there, and and said, "By golly, you were right all along. We we should just have just taken off from Texas Creek and gone up." Yeah, but of course Palmer would have argued, but at the bottom of Texas Creek is really steep. And that's where the, where they had to do uh, they had to do the corks the famous corkscrew, which you can see to this day you can you can um, actually walk up there. We had a um, freight train Wayne who's been on this show. He led a group of people to walk up and around the, the corkscrew. So you can you can just see how the, the rails came down from Westcliff. Easy, easy, easy. Then whoop! How do we get straight off right. the edge and straight down to the Arkansas River? And the answer is we build the uh, build the corkscrew. And the and other thing too is with, with both railroads coming through Canyon City, I bet those guys sat around there going, I, I bet he was looking for an in-your-face answer. And he thought, if I can take it right straight from Canyon City without having to go any further up the mountains, I'm I'm going to win this. If I if I can come straighter from the from our current junction. Yes, from the and of course the good thing about the current junction is they were already getting a lot of trade yep. out of Leadville. Out of Leadville, yeah. And um so and we're we're remember we're talking 1860 through here for most of this stuff we're, mm -hmm. we're this is this is early days. It's not like we we could just what fly over with a helicopter and the silver was obviously worth enough because at that point, the population of Silvercliff was 5,000 people and during the heyday of the mining between the 1870s and 1890s. So that, that's a good population just for one of those towns. I don't know what Westcliff or Rosita was at the time. They were pulling a lot of silver out of there. It's probably worth it. Yeah. And then, of course, we can also go back to the fact that they were also pulling some or to make um, iron ore. Yep, yep. So although were, that was that, that was more up where we we currently have a national park. Well, it's not a national park. What is the area just just outside of Salida? Uh, Browns Canyon National is, Monument is is, 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 is it's a national monument. I get confused. The national monument is not a national park, but it's also very harder 
to pull a permit to go in and dig it up. Right. Now, now we had a question from the head end. Yep. Yeah, go ahead with your question from the head end. Oh, that's fine. Thank you, Forrest. Uh, but I wanted to encourage the listeners uh, here at khen.org. Forrest Whitman's show is very popular. I know we have a far reach. If you have a railroad story you'd like to share, email us at info at khen.org. Well, and to underline what Rick was just saying there from the head end, um, we, this is a very informal, we sit around the caboose back here and um, eat uh, candy bars and drink tea and uh, talk about railroad history. And also we sometimes have some, some uh, people from, oh, Colorado Association of Railroad Passengers, Colorail, a wonderful group, by the way, that you can join, and um, we we and other advocacy groups who are advocating to bring back the rails to the uh, pretty much the whole front range of Colorado, and there's there have there's been some success with all that. I Alan is already looking at me like some success. Well, Alan, I would say it's it's at least still on the agenda. Uh, and it's on CDOT's agenda. Mm-hmm. And uh, the current uh, United States president certainly has freed up some money so that presumably uh, there will be some some money out there for the rail. Now, you know, we'll have to see if that goes. Sooner or later, we're going to have to get the the president of Rail on here to not only encourage us to join it, but to talk about what they see happening. But one thing Colorado has talked about is the idea of three or four trains a day to Pueblo and trying to have those more or less interface with the bus from Salida and uh, Buena Vista so that it would it would come through there. We don't know. I mean, maybe morning, afternoon, something like that. So you could hop on that bus then hop on the train and if you say you wanted to go to San Francisco, you could you could interface that way. Mm-hmm. Or say you wanted to go to New York City, you could interface. But more likely you'd want to go to Denver Union Station and interface that way. Or possibly um, Colorado Springs. I, I don't know. Point point being that you could avoid these traffic jams and they they are fierce traffic jams over this last weekend there was a six hour I read that in the paper that a six hour traffic jam just getting getting up the mountain over here I don't know if that was skiers or whatnot but your rail option would avoid you sitting for six hours in your car while you waited for the traffic jam to open up as an as an Easterner living in the Northeast Corridor, you you, yeah. you don't have to talk me into the importance of rail and how much more valuable it is than sitting in traffic trying to find a place to park. Yeah, that would that would be nice if if they ever get us there. But we'll uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Well, and yeah, and it it also would take a change in mentality. Well, look at Palmer and uh, uh, Robinson. The, the two of them arguing about how do we get this uh, ore that, that we can turn into silver 
how do we get that out? I mean, that's expensive. How do we get out the um, ore that we can turn into pig iron? Right. How do we get the iron ore out for uh, CF&I? The, these are not light questions. I mean, these are the questions that really decide the, the future, you might say, of the state of Colorado. Well, I, was, and, I was standing in that canyon with Pete yesterday, looking down the trail bed, going, you know, I don't know how they did it. I don't think I'd want to be a surveyor for the railroad. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> trying, trying to go figure out where that rail is going to go through this figure canyon. Figure that out. And as I say, in the end, uh, uh, Palmer was proved wrong. In the end, he just had to give up on Great yep, yep. Creek and say, even though it saves a lot of railroad building, it's working much better. And even though we're going to have to build a corkscrew at the bottom, which they did have to. And it is impressive. In fact, the next time you're going, say, from out of Salida and following along the river and looking up to the right, you can see how steep those... <laughs> I mean, they're they're really cliffs is what yeah. they are, and why they had to build the uh, the corkscrew, which is a pretty pretty neat bit of railroad geography. To, anyway, okay. So then, by now, what else do we need to say about the actual canyon where we were? I just think I it's think worth think worth a visit and definitely worth a hike. And uh, it was very interesting, and it's really beautiful country back in there. Oh, isn't it beautiful? It yeah. really is. The colors. In the uh, stone, yes, there. the dark red, uh, purples, mm -hmm. um, greens. Just in the little walk that I took down and uh, down and around, why? I bet I bet I saw a dozen colors, just right in the rocks, right in that and, area. And the cottonwoods down by the creek are still bright gold. Bright gold, very pretty. Very pretty time of the year. This we're yep. recording this in November, but uh, very nice time of the year. In fact, I doubt they get much heavy winter down there ever. Maybe they do. They they uh, I, from on that side of the wet mountains. I think they probably they probably get a lot of snow. They get a lot of moisture. That's why they're called the wet. The wet mountains. Yeah. The wet mountains. <laughs> well, we we've got to at least mention the bottom here. We you come out, you come out in Canyon City. And almost the first thing you do see is the roadbed through Canyon City and those big bright orange tourist train cars right. lined up there. And we, we've got to spend a morning on We have not spent a morning on tourist trains in a long time. And that, that one there is, is really phenomenal. Uh, they, they do the job. They really do. It's not a lot of miles. They, they, what do you suppose they, that train covers? Well, what's the distance? It's what is it? Thirteen miles? I'm I'm guessing it's yeah, by rail. That's about right. I would say about yeah. fourteen miles. Yeah. And I think our engineer just did that run this very week. Wasn't that right? Yeah, a week or so ago, it was delightful. It's about an hour and fifteen <clears throat> minutes out, and the same back. Very modern equipment. It's called the Royal Gorge Route. And if you're coming through Canyon City, uh, Colorado, um, <laughs> I, I highly suggest you do it. It runs 60, 365 days a year. It's not a seasonal gig. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my plug for the Royal Gorge Railroad. No, no, we're going to get you on there. We never got our volunteer on there, did we? 
Well, oh. I was just thinking, Forrest, and I, I'm kind of going in the wrong direction on this show, but that uh, I had a guest on that uh, train trip, and we could do a Zoom uh, show with her. I think that would her. be a good half-hour show. Oh, yes, stay, stay tuned. <laughs> no, no, I think I think we've got to do that because uh, she is she's from um, the Big Apple area. She is rooting for the uh, Philadelphia uh, baseball team <laughs> the to win the World Series this year, which it's odd. I think it's odd to see the World Series head on as far as November. Yeah. I don't remember it ever going to November. Mm-hmm. Did it always? No. No. It was always over by the 15th of October. So what's going on with baseball? They just extended the number of games per year. A man in the know. She can root for the Phillies. I don't blame her. But even if the Phillies do wind up losing the World Series, she's always got the Eagles to fall back on. <laughs> Undefeated. Undefeated in the NFL. So this is a good year to be from Philadelphia. Yeah, I <laughs> That's so. not the first time I've heard that. All right. What are the purpose of well, the I'm, show? I'm getting, I'm getting hungry for us. I'm sitting back here in this caboose. Can, let's stop somewhere for lunch in Canyon City. Let's stop for lunch in Canyon City. Well, and I suggest we stop for lunch at the Indian restaurant right on the main I, wagon. I think Nirvana is an excellent idea. Heavenly food. Heavenly food. Heavenly food. <laughs> what what I had was the uh, lamb curry. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really, really good. The rice was good. Everything about it was, was just excellent. Uh, what did you have at the Nirvana? I had the lamb biryani with the big chunks of lamb and cashews and uh, currants and a and a rice seasoned rice with tamarind sauce and uh, raita. It was yeah. delish. I think the biryani there were there were four different approaches, but I think the biryani had the advantage that you got a little bit more, um, a few more nuts, a few more. Yeah. Figs, uh, then, whereas the curry was was more straight curry. Although I've got to say, I thought the the bread dishes were were excellent. As, yep. Yep. As well, I don't know that anybody. You discover a lot more than than railroads when you go on our rail trips. There's a lot oh of discovering my. going on. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. And uh, all right. Okay. Uh, are we ready to wrap it up? Yep. We're ready to wrap it up. This has been another really interesting trip uh, on the rails with me, Forrest Whitman, your host here at KHEN 106.9 on your FN dial. And remember, you can always listen to us on podcasts. You can always listen to us on iTunes. And um, you can all just just listen. Listen to on the rails while you're doing something else. <laughs> like driving your car or something like that. All right. We're ready to yell highball and send yep. this baby back. Okay, on the count of three, I'm I'm writing okay, where's the fusee? I got the fusee. The fusee is lit. I'm tossing it off the back platform of the caboose. There it goes now. One, two, three. Highball! 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 highball.
Cahan is supported in part by Hilltop Broadband. Hilltop Broadband for residential and business wireless internet service. Servicing Salida and Poncha Springs in Chaffee County, as well as areas in Fremont County, Custer County, and more. To experience the Hilltop difference and request new customer information, email info at hilltop-broadband.com or call toll-free 877-783-2889.